that, and then I got in the cage and like I farted. And- <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? My name is Jake. My name is Doug. And you're watching Relatable Shit. Today is our first ever podcast, and I cannot be more excited to have this one person on. I've been to high school with him, played rugby with him, and now I get to see him on TV kick people's ass. His name is Impa Kasanganai. Dude, what is up, Impa? What's up, guys? How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Dude. We are honored. Thank you for coming on. I'm honored to be here. It's really cool to see you doing this. And, you know, since high school, you told me you want to get entertainment industry. So to be your first guest is a big honor. Dude, I can't relate to get to the top with you. I appreciate that. But, dude, so tell us about life. I haven't seen you since high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've college. never seen you. Oh, <laughs> nice yeah. To meet you. Welcome uh, to this is Doug. My man. <laughs> so, anyway, high school, college. Mm-hmm. Where'd so you go? High school. We obviously graduated together, and then what? Went to Western Carolina my freshman year. Transferred to a junior college called ASA in New York. Played football there for two years. There you got go. my associate's degree. I Shout see. Out to ASA, that place is crazy. And then went to Lenore Ryan, where I graduated from. You know, with my bachelor's in accounting. Yeah. And uh, that was a lot of fun. You know, I love that school. That school really helped change my life, and that's kind of where I got started in MMA. I found a local gym there, and then you know started building up. So. That's like the short version of the past couple of years, really. All right. So where do you stand right now? Right now? Um, as far as like you know, UFC fighter mm-hmm. or what are, what are we calling you right so now? So right now you call me a prospect, really. Okay. Um, working, building my way up to closer to UFC. Uh, Foreign is a pro. Uh, fighting on regional cards right now. Fought on Island Fights twice. Fight on uh, King of the Cage. So there's a big feud organization to get into the UFC, and I'm grateful to be there. I have a great team, great coaches, and um, – Great coach, sorry, Coach Jeff Jimmo, and I'll be fighting on an LFA card soon in July in Atlanta. Okay, so that's a uh, on access. How many people are in that though? In LFA? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. A lot of a lot of fighters in LFA. It's all over. So you have um, you know, most of the United States there have shows all over. So I'm excited to get on that and yeah. uh, be my first time like on a national stage like that. Okay, so. Now, if you wanted to like look up input and all the stats, now what we got was Tapology. Mm-hmm. Now, how accurate is this? Tapology's on right now. You know, it's four. It says I'm four and zero. It has all my um, uh, all my fights. Hasn't broken down by submission, win, or you know. So right decision. here, mm-hmm. four and zero. Yes, sir. But six wins. Mm-hmm. Not counting your losses, man. Uh, well, see. <laughs> <laughs> or all your wins. So it was a six fight win streak, really. So I, um, probably the best day of my life was when I. Lost that one fight was an amateur, and it really. Uh, that's the one I was at, right? Yeah, that's the one you yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, the uh, guy just kept sitting on you. Yeah. It wasn't you. Oh, man, he it taught me a lesson though, man. Like they had a great game plan, and I was really ignorant at that time in my life. I wasn't really listening to my coaches or anybody like that, or even my family or God. Like I was just not in the best place, and you know he had a great game plan. He did what he needed to do and won. But that, I mean, it opened a lot of like opened my eyes to see. I need to train differently and, you know, take my career on. But so since then, you know, undefeated and looking to keep it that way. All right, cool. Yeah, so uh, second in North Carolina. Yeah, but That's a huge accomplishment, man. That's cool. Thank Walk you. into the bar and be like, hey, what's up? Second. How long till number one? Uh, soon, man. Uh, actually, the guy who's number one right now is Jamie Pickett. And he can actually train with him a couple weeks ago. He's getting ready to go to – on the Dana White Contender Series. Yeah. So I'm excited and praying for him and that he goes and gets his uh, UFC contract. And a couple oh, of guys. so then you'll be number one. I'm working my way up, man. <laughs> I'm just go right into the UFC soon. That's my goal. Dude, so, yeah. that is awesome. So where do you go? Like, how do you make money? So What uh, is this? Right now, pretty much full-time fighting. You know, I've been blessed to start this year off with four fights back to back to back. And then I also personal train at Lurie Athletic Club. Okay. I love fitness. I love training and i love learning about the body so can they uh get a appointment with you hey for sure yeah you can definitely there come uh, working on combat specific training if you want to train like a fighter but you really don't want to like fight or anything like that come work with me if you want to is it just guys or can girls do it hey, anybody um old women old so men. girls yeah hey <laughs> you want the sexy guy to teach oh, you some moves <laughs> there you go maybe about that we'll see <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah, so anybody can come train. You know, just come by our athletic clubs in Gastonia, and we'll get you set up. Dude, 
I might, I might take right. you up on I'll that. I'll come down there. Hey, both of y'all come by. I'd love for you to. Can I fight him? Yeah, we can put y'all. We can set you guys up, you know. I need a warm-up first. There you go. I used to be a state wrestler. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For real? What weight class? Lightweight. Nice. But anyway, <laughs> so, dude, I, knowing you from high school, I can never see you being like a UFC fighter, man. You're just such a teddy bear. I appreciate it. Dude, how, how do you get into that mood? How do you get into that, like, I'm going to kick someone's ass? Well, for me, I guess I never look at it that way. Um, I love martial arts, and I've, okay. I've always loved watching it. Even in high school, I love watching it. And I've always liked aggressive sports. Like, you know, we played rugby together. And for me, it's actually doing what I believe God called me to do. So I, I do it out of love, man. I love martial arts, and I love going in there and have my best performance, you know, like, beating people up, I guess that comes with it. But, yeah. you know, doing what I've been taught by my coaches and my teammates and all my training par- training partners, my tribesmen, man, that, like, that to me is fulfilling. You know, like, going in there, the fight, the fight gets bloody. Those are fun, too, because, like, you know, you're really going there and begging. But it's never been about me hurting somebody. So I never have to get in a mood, man. It's like, just like this podcast. Like, I'll go in and do my job and get going. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess it must be a cool job. I love it. I love it, man. Like, you just... You know, run around, jump around, hit people's knees. So where's the coolest place that you went to? Coolest place, man. Oh, my most recent fight was, ooh, okay. Fight-wise, coolest place was SRP Park. Okay. I fought on the King of the Cage card, which is a great promotion. They did. They handled everything well. The fight actually got delayed. Why did it get delayed? It was outdoors. It was supposed to be on a Saturday, but it got moved to Monday. So we had, like, so many moving parts, but they, you know, handled it really well. So I just want to say thank you to them and, and my opponent for keeping the fight going. Um, but... Man, it was outdoors. It was on a baseball field down in uh, North Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, it's probably that picture right there, if you could see it. On this the, one? Uh, no, the middle one, right underneath that, right there. Right yeah. there? Yeah, so you can see it at the back. It's beautiful, beautiful. And, um, so, you fought on a baseball a little, field? You fought on a, no, you didn't fight on a baseball field. Oh, probably. Did you? Yeah, the cage was set up on yeah, the field. Yeah, no right? way. Don't tell me no. <laughs> yeah, don't tell That's me that. That's dope. Yeah, man, don't tell him no. Doing it good <laughs> yeah, All right. So. So, this looks a little can uh, very candid right now. <laughs> so, sponsors? Yeah, man, Rodkeys, they are a uh, CBD manufacturer. They are actually third-party certified, so that means, like, there's no THC in it at all, you know. And then when I get into UFC, it'd be tested by USADA. Okay. And you can smoke in and out of competition. I don't smoke, but still, you wouldn't smoke want to Smoke like, what? Weed. So, you can, like, smoke weed and then, like, have, like, THC in it, but... The great thing about their products is that, like, it would never come up on a drug test because you're allowed to take CBD in the U.S. Okay. Okay. Um, man, they, everybody, Mr. Roger and their whole family, it's a family-owned business. They're based out of San Antonio. And honestly, like, too, like, they're great sponsors, and they, you know, believe in what I'm doing. Hell yeah. How'd they find you? Uh, actually, so, my manager is Brian Barbarina. He's also in the U.S.C., and they started working with him. And, man, they... Thank, you know, I'm so grateful for him because, you know, he recommended me to them and they said, yeah, we're going to believe what I'm doing. Even outside of the USC, I'm still building my name. Send me some products, man. And I really like their tinctures. I like their gummies. They have sleep gummies. They're, I think they're coming out beard oil. They have. Um, they're basically coming out with everything. Everything, yeah. But honestly, everything too, under the sun. Everything is great because that has helped me stay in my training. Yeah. So I heard like CBD is really good for your joints and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're researching you, he pulled this up and found it. He goes, dude, does Empa smoke? <laughs> it's, got, it's got CBD. I was like, no, it's not THC. It's not the illegal stuff. This yeah. is the good stuff. Yeah, man. And he's like, but, it, but he's a fighter. Mm-hmm. He's an athlete. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, dude, this stuff's good for you. It's kind of cool how society is like trying to train, like changing to that it's okay to use these kind of products. For because sure. back then not acceptable man so many too like so many like medications that people get recommended man they're so rough on your body and have like long-term effects what i like about this is you know it's pretty natural and it's you know people are putting their care like the rod keys they take a lot of pride in what they do and they're making sure all their athletes can just recover well but never have any crazy side effects and that's like what i'm all about man Uh so So if anybody needs any relief hit up rod keys said impa Referred you to him. Boom. There that's you how it works. I mean, that's how it works now. Oh, good call. We can good do call. it, Alan. We got, we got the sponsor right here. <laughs> He's the sponsor. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't say we. Oh, uh, that's true. And Doug, you are being so quiet right now. Dude, I'm hopping in. Are you? Yeah. Let's hop in. Go. Oh, Go. But yeah, so anyway, you spoke earlier that um, 
the best part of your career was actually your loss. Mm. How is that so? Um, man, like, there's so many things I think about. Like, so before that fight, man, I, I, I just wanted to get the finish. You know, like two fights in a row, my amateur career started, I was getting finishes, you know, and I was grateful. But going into that fight, I thought that was my only mindset. I just wanted to go get the fight done with and get out and not really enjoy the process. And coach was telling me, hey, stay in the middle of the cage, fight, do what you need to do. But all I wanted to do was just come forward. You know, I, like, I was going forward, going forward, and get taken down. And I didn't have that, that skill set then. I didn't have that ability to get up. And I was still learning as a young fighter. So after, that, after I lost that fight, man, it, like, it, it broke me down. Like, it really did. It, it changed everything. Like, the way I see everything, who I hang out with, how I want my life to go. Oh, wow. And I made it, like, something that, like, a life-defining moment. I just created a fine moment, like, how I'm going to approach everything from that, like, that point forward. Um, really wanted to learn wrestling, really wanted to learn jiu-jitsu with more, you know, with, with a greater purpose, with, like, mindfulness when I'm training, the way that I can actually use it in fights rather than just going to go. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, like, train within everything that I do. So, man, like, I switched jobs, started personal training. I let go of everything from <laughs> before that time, and I really just started putting the work in and, like, asking questions. And I actually really want to thank one of my teammates, Dakota, he was injured and he just got back, but man, like he stayed with me every day after practice and worked with me on these little wall mats we had in the gym that were like barely set up yet and just let me work on that part of my game. So man, like without him, I wouldn't even be here as a pro. And then my teammate Chase Gamble, like everybody, Ricky, Brian, it, it doesn't matter who it is, my coach, like we just started harping on the things that I was weak in and here we are now. So that like changed my entire life, man. Oh yeah. All right, so while you guys were having that talk, I was looking on Instagram, dude, almost 1,900 followers, dude. Almost, <laughs> Out of those, how many slide in them DMs? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know, dude, man. You are you don't a good-looking, <laughs> fit man. You have to have someone. Man. I mean, dude, where was this one that I was looking at? Oh, Lord. He was looking at it for a while. Dude, I mean, yeah. Uh-oh. You're, you're a stud, man. What can I say? Dude. There it is. That's photoshopped. That's that good. has to be photoshopped. That's just a black and white filter. Black and white filter. So it is photoshopped. <laughs> so I guess technically. Yeah. But yeah, no. So so any girls sliding in them DMs? Nah, man. Um, so the most people single. I talk to are probably my teammates on... Uh... <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, man. I guess the people I talk to the most are my teammates in my DMs. You know, we're all just messing around in the group chat and having fun. Or... So you're saying there's no special lady in your life, man? Not right now. Look at Is the traveling life just too hard? I don't know, man. I think it's right now I'm focused on, you know, fighting and being the best I ever do. That's really my goal, you know, to take care of my family and represent my tribe, represent my team, represent God. And I'm working on myself, too, you know? Like, yeah. I, I have a lot of things I want to do, and not just in fighting, you know, in a business-wise, personal training. And I want to be able to dedicate myself properly to the right woman that God has for me rather than just running around. You know, like I wasn't always like had like the best mindset towards that. So it wasn't like ever really the idea to settle settle down. But like the more I learned and got into faith, I realized how important that is to have like the right person rather than just and well, actually more than just finding the right person, being the right person. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of where my mindset is now. Um you just gotta wait, man. Yeah. It'll come. Looking man. Being patient. It's the people Lucky that don't out there. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Yeah, so just scrolling through your Twitter, got a lot of uh, your faith is huge. I could see that. Appreciate it, faith is faith is important, man. Got to have that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude. So I want to get hit by you. Want to get hit by me? Yeah. Hit oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, Doug, when he comes on, he has to punch me in the arm. I just want to feel what everybody feels like. Bro, I, I can't punch you. You're my dude. You can't. Why not, dude? You want me to punch you? Yeah, just like right here. He's been working out. Oh, damn. Just like that. UFC fighter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can take a punch. <laughs> yeah, look, you probably should get in the cage. Dude, I want to, man. You wrestled, right? I know your weakness. I was at that loss. Yeah, just <laughs> just got to sit on you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, oh, no, I'm just kidding, man. But I did want to get hit by you just like for fun. Just say when you do become famous, yo. That guy that's on top on the UFC, he punched me, and I'm still here. Look at you. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I just, I get, like, 
I get weird about that stuff. I just want to do stupid stuff just to stupid remember stuff. things, man. I guess I do, too. I guess that's why I started fighting. <laughs> so, speaking of stupid stuff, what's the most stupid thing that you and your teammates did on the road? Oh, okay. I have to think about right? this. Right? Oh, exactly. oh, I got it. So, okay. It was actually not stupid, but it felt stupid. Like, So, we drove out to Phoenix for USC Phoenix car, and then we are driving back to Charlotte. We said, okay, hey, there's a little shortcut through the mountains. Now, Wait, you drove all the way to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, man. So that was that was fun. That was great. That was like the best like trip of my life. I went to man. New Orleans. It was fourteen hours. Yeah, this was thirty. Thirty. Yeah, man. Yeah. One way. Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah, man. That's probably one of, like the best experiences, life changing experiences. You know, got so much closer with my tribe. Everybody on that trip, man, and we stayed uh, in make you close. Day. Yeah, for real. Like staying in the car with so many people. A lot of funny moments, man, and just like singing in the car. Did you have a bus or a car? Uh, two cars, one oh, okay. minivan and one like a. Uh, Today. Gotcha. So, do you drive any? Yeah, I drove. Yeah, I drove a good amount, you know, on that trip. And um, the craziest part of it was driving back. We got stuck in like a blizzard in the mountains of Arizona. Like, you okay, know, in like Flagstaff, Arizona? Uh, I don't even know where we were. It's oddly man. specific. I, I used to live in Arizona. Oh, okay. For a you live bit. Flagstaff? Yeah, <laughs> I used to live in Fountain Hills, Arizona. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. like an hour away from Phoenix. Man, we were five hours in a mountain in a little car and going uphill, downhill. Really slow, and that added probably like another four or five hours to our trip. At least. So, but that was the shortcut. Like, it, like you feel like you leveled up in your driving. Though. Did you get so, out and do a little snow, snow angel? No, like oh, literally the second we got out of it all, and I realized we could just like drive. I like just got out the car, said to one of my teammates like, "You should drive," and I just went to sleep. <laughs> but, you know, we were laughing about it though. My teammate Chase was driving the minivan, and I was driving this little sedan. Then I had my teammates Michael and JJ with me, and they're just, just so funny. We were laughing and. Uh, just like freaking out too that like, we thought we were gonna die. You couldn't see the edge of the mountain. It was it was bad. Jeez. That's scary, man. It's just like driving up a mountain mm. and you just like don't know what's coming behind and you have to like dart the car that's coming around the corner too. Man, it was crazy. I, I cannot do that, especially in the snow, dude. So twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. Done a lot. Halfway to fifty. Right, I'm in it now, <laughs> dude. It's awesome. Appreciate. It. So, what has your career allowed you to do that you didn't see before you jumped into being a fighter? Man, like... He goes deep on the questions. No, I mean, I like that. I'm, I'm like, over here saying, who's sliding your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's like... He's like, how did you really feel when you hit someone for the first time? No, I'm Man. over here just... Spoilers. Hey, girls. <laughs> uh, can you ask the question one more time, please? Yeah, of course, yeah. So, before you went into fighting... Mm-hmm. What did you not see yourself being able to do, either in fighting or outside of fighting? What has it allowed you to do? Man, I met some of the best people ever. Um, I was started in accounting and finance, you know, and this awesome company I've exchanged locally here in Charlotte, and it was it was cool, but I just knew it was, I, I wasn't meant to be there. Gotcha. So would you say you're the toughest accountant you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. There might be some other tough ones out there. I hope so I like it. this guy. Speaking of tough, is that you on the ground right there? No, that's my okay. guy. I was going to say. The guy on top is my teammate. Shout out to Nick Rodriguez. He just won his fight, man, on Ring of Combat. I'm actually on the left picture. Yeah, right um, there. Yeah, special thing about like, that. Speaking of, like, um, related to that question, you know, I met him for my first fight as amateur, and I just got the opportunity to corner him in his last fight, and he did amazing, and I'm just so proud of him. But, man, like, you meet people like him who challenge you in every single way. I had no clue what I was doing, and – he poured into me, man. He brought me to his house all the time after practice. We would eat. We would hang out. He would talk about fights. I didn't have any background wrestling, boxing, I didn't any martial art. And, man, he just ran, pretty much ran my whole camp. Him, Tommy DiBernardo, and, uh, uh, gosh, I'm going blank right now. Uh, You're good, man. Joe Hurst. And it was, they just, they helped me out so much, man, before I came here to Jimmo. That was my one fight outside of Jimmo, but they really – Really poured into me, bro, and like people like that. Then after that fight, my last semester of college, he brought me up to Long Island, New York, and I wanted to see our pros train. And we stayed at his grandma's house, so like that meant a lot to me too. And it's so funny that we're having the interview today because we're about to go celebrate his win tonight. Oh wow! And like things like that, man. I got to see places I've always dreamed of going: Atlantic City, New Jersey, San Diego, Phoenix, Arizona. Like just all in the past few months, 
and because I met him and met people like that. So and then I get to be on shows like this, and I'm honored to be here. So, um, yeah, man, that's, that's what MMA has done for me so far. You know, awesome. so many other things. Oh, just for reference, this is the guy that sat on him, right? Oh, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, he's doing great now, too, man. I think he's about to make his pro debut. Really? Yeah, and uh, he's been doing well. He's been doing pretty well. He stays active. and. Uh, but you're a pro. Yeah. yeah. So you became a pro before. Yeah. I did. I did, man. And like that, So it's I, a little laugh in the face. You can uh, sit on me, but I'm a pro now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, so. Awesome. But, yeah, so, um. <clears throat> How's it feel to get paid to oh, someone up? It feels so good, man. Like, so good. <laughs> so good. So I remember my first fight as a pro, I forgot to get my money. Like, I just left. And I was like, yeah, I'm so excited I won. And then my dad's like, did you get your money? I'm like, oh, wait, I have to go get my money. And I ran back out. Then I was like, okay, cool. So wait, is it like in the bag? Like I a wish. stack of cash? Yeah, well, like, sometimes it's an envelope. Sometimes it's a check. I kind of like the cash because you feel cool when you see the cash. But, uh, man, like, I was so excited. I couldn't count. I was like, oh. I won. Uh, dad, I call my dad. My dad, dad count this for me. Make sure it's right. Man, my dad came out there and counted. But he's like, okay, good. And and he's just like, man, without my dad, I wouldn't be anything. So I really appreciate him coming to my fights and stuff like that. Is your dad really involved with yeah. you and your fighting? Man, my dad's involved in everything. Both my parents are. And they're the example that I want to be. You know, like, for real. Like, my dad always says I have to do better than him, but that's hard. <laughs> he's so disciplined, so caring, so loving. And they come to all. He comes to all my fights, man. And he has not missed one. And you know, my mom is working hard. And I'm, you know, one day she's not gonna have to work anymore. And neither will he. You know, that's my goal with this too. That's awesome. And um, but they support me in so many ways, man. Like let me stay home. You know, in my room for free, which is cool. Thank God they didn't get me out or anything like that. <laughs> but at the same time, man, my dad, you could hear him at the top of his lungs. If you were like pull up any fights, you'll hear him screaming at the top yeah. of his lungs. He's like, I got the keys running. Finish the fight. <laughs> or like, I got the car running. Um, finish the fight. Or he has no hands, and my teammates always, like, mimic him, and he's just so loving, man, and so honest, too. He challenges me every day, and he's the kind of man that I really want to be. So, I mean, That's I love awesome. my dad and my mom, too. She's queen, and the way my dad treats my mom, you know, I just want to treat my wife one day. So, I Hell appreciate yeah. that, man. I do. That's good. Yeah, man. But, no, dude, so, speaking of uh, loud people, mm -hmm. I uh, filmed your whole entire fight that I went to. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know this. I'm screaming like a little girl the I whole time. It. I appreciate it. I'm just that. like, I got to turn down the volume the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm showing my friends, like, dude, I went to this fight. He was so cool. I went to high school with this guy. <laughs> I played rugby. He's a teddy bear. How do you own out? How do I know? Because we're friends. <laughs> but no, so like, I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs, just being a little girl. You hear my dad, too, because oh. I took my dad. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah, man. I took my dad. I was like, yo. My friend's fighting. We got to go. He's like, I'm on board. I that was actually his first UFC fight that he's ever been to, oh, too. Really? Wow, that's crazy. And mine, too. So, well, I'm honored. I'm, dude, I'm honored. Yeah. And now you're here. Oh, it's it's crazy so cool how things around. work out like that, man. But so now the real question. Mm -hmm. If anybody has been following on Instagram, they know you post stuff about motorcycles. Mm -hmm. You cafe racers, man. Yeah, you know it. Dude. When are you just going to get one, man? Oh, God. You're making the money. So, <laughs> I'm working on it, man. I, oh, my gosh. I want it so like you, that you just got me started. Like, I want a bike so badly. Like, if there anybody who believes in me and wants to just, like, give me a free bike, I'm all for it. And hey, I'll get wait. a sponsor right, hey, right here. Like, hey, Indiana, Harley-Davidson. Uh, Some of the small Chile. ones. Start small. Any, uh, <laughs> start small. <laughs> hey, any local Charlotte builders? Who just Screw come Yamaha. Just like, I want a Harley. <laughs> I'll take, hey, hey, I'll take a Yamaha XSR 700, 900. I don't care. All glory to God. I bless you. If you just give me something like a bike, man, I promise I will take care of that thing and I'll represent your business. I heard this again. Oh, actually, I think there's a local shop in Gaston that custom builds bikes. You know, we can work on something right there. Hey, they haven't given it yet. Don't shout it out yet. Hey, you're right. You're right. I, I like that business mindset. Yeah, man. No <laughs> free brand deals now. Man, I love bikes so much, y'all. You don't even understand. Like, I literally, between practice, watch videos of bikes. And after practice, watch videos of bikes. I love motorcycles. I think my coach would try to choke me out. My mom probably punch me in the face. My mentor probably would. My mentor says he'd take the bike and put it in the back of his truck, and I can, like, ride on it that way. But Ride on it that yeah, way you know, in the back of the truck. Like, the wind. <laughs> That's safer. Yeah, right? It probably is, but. Still put the helmet on, man. Okay. There Dude, we go. you're a pro. You're right. Are you insured? I am insured. I have insurance, too. Yeah? On your face? I don't know. You get insurance on anything, man. That's true. You got to protect Personal yourself. articles policy. Oh, look at I like you guys. I like well, that. Look yeah. at that. Learning something new. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. Every day. Oh, okay. He, he works. Oh, okay. Cool. 
All right, so. Was that just branding? Danae, you owe us money. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, that's his boss, Danae. She's all right. (laughs) But anyway, dude, so after this, how long does it take to get, like, so you're, what'd you say you were? Prospect. Prospect. Yeah, man, I'm grateful. So what are the steps to get to that UFC, like Chuck Liddell kind of fighting status? Oh, man, so. Well, to get to the Hall of Fame, man, I gotta keep winning fights. Uh, that's my focus. Um, but like, so, how do you get out of that prospect stage? So to get out of the prospect stage, you have to fight on regional shows, local shows, regional shows. I mean, I've been blessed, man. My first pro fight was on Showcase MMA, and I got the main event spot there, which was a blessing. And one that went really well. Then two fights went on to in Florida, one in Destin, then one in Panama City. Cool places to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're I all right. Card. Thank you to Dean Tool, Devin Adams, and all those guys, and Ian Valencia. Like they really helped me out a lot. So that was great exposure. Then the King of the Cage card was in South Carolina. Was their East Coast debut, right? Okay. Or, or maybe like their first time on the East Coast in years. But they've been all over since like 1998. And what's cool about that is, man, it really helped put me out there. So now you know, get on national stage, and then um, should, should be getting a contract soon. So like, I guess you guys are the first people to know this outside my family. <laughs> And um, awesome. We're honored. And, and everybody else. You heard it here first. Right? Yeah, you are. Relatable shit. Subscribe. <laughs> Hit that notification button. Yeah, please subscribe. Right? And, um, While we're talking about that, just shout out your Instagram. Let everybody hit hit um, you up with you that follow. follow. Instagram at ImpaK5, on Twitter at King Impa, and my Facebook is ImpaKasangana. So definitely follow me on there. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to fighting soon on that LFA card and uh, representing properly. All right. Cool, man. All right. You got anything? What's next? I'm just going to go on Instagram and do a little story. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, going into each fight, mm-hmm. what kind of mentality are you building yourself into? Is it a zen, or are you looking to be aggressive, mm-hmm. or what are you doing before that fight mentally? Well, man, I'm very calm before my fight. It's kind of like this, man. It means This I'm man like... walks out with elevation music playing. The only person that I've ever seen mm-hmm. kick people's ass. Elevation music. Yeah, man, I, I like I love my church, Elevation Church. Been going there since uh, ninth grade. Actually, I go there too, man. Yeah, which campus do you go to? Uh, I go to Uptown. Uptown. We're going to Valentine tomorrow. Nice. I'll be at yeah, Valentine man. tomorrow too. Is that why you chose the orange? Yeah, I was actually thinking about the orange. Elevation Orange. Yeah, man. <laughs> I do love Elevation Church, man. They it helped change my life, man. I really wasn't a Christian until like my senior year of high school. You know, yeah, I was gone to church, but like when I made that choice, and that's helped change my life. It's also challenged me a lot because a lot of things like. You know, it's like young guys like doing it's maybe not the best thing to do. Yeah. And um, just Pastor Steven, man, he's always so real and he always brings in great guests. And like that's kind of what I do before fights, man. I always listen to Russian music, I listen to positive music. Um, that's awesome. Sometimes old school hip hop too, man. It's like the, the vibe to that house music. And uh, hey, and before fights, I guess like a more zen. You know, it's very just peaceful for me because I love fighting, man. I feel like if you're gonna do something that you love, why be angry all the time? <laughs> like I couldn't I couldn't do that for the next. 20 years of my life is, you know, 15 to 20 years. You're fighting until you're 45? I'd like to. That's kind of a goal of mine. Really? I fight until 50. <laughs> Maybe I might do, like, my retirement fight at 50 years old. So <laughs> it's like I want to fight a lot, too. And I'm not just, like, talking to fight to fight, but, like, still dominate and finish fights, man. So I love martial arts. I love training. I love fighting. And I just think about, like, the opportunity to be, like, a modern-day gladiator, like, to be a warrior. I love that idea. Somebody wants to kill you and then, they can't. So that's the mindset you go out yeah. into the yeah, cage. Yeah, it's peaceful for me. It's like it's relaxing. Like in the cage is probably the most relaxed place I've ever been. I remember. Serious. Wow. My first amateur fight, I was like sitting in the back and Tommy was talking. He's like, are you nervous? And I'm like, no, should I be? And he's like, why am I not nervous? Why am I not nervous? <laughs> and we were laughing about that. And then I got in the cage and like I farted. And, <laughs> and I thought how hungry I was. And then, Wait, you farted in the cage? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't know. My body's releasing stuff or something. Anything to win. Did you yeah, win? I did. I did. It was my first amateur fight, man. And that was so you could fight. say you won because you farted on him. I mean, oh, I, no, it was right before the fight started. I just remember they closed the door. Oh, so he like, like walked into the gas. I was saying, yeah. Like, oh, it, it, that might have passed out. Happened. Yeah, but <laughs> I had no clue what I was doing. I just remember just like running around in a circle, throwing right hands, and <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But. Yeah, man, like, fights for me, it's peaceful, man. It's, like, where I go, I know where it's God called me to be, so when I'm in there, it's the most relaxing place, man. Like, when they throw punches, it's fun, because, like, man, Roger, last time, like, he threw a head kick, and he threw a couple punches, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're fighting now. Like, I like this, and yeah. it just felt so good. Like, my body is warm. Like, you feel like you're walking on a cloud. It's just, there's no feeling like being in a cage, man. Like, I don't know if y'all are interested in fighting, but if you ever do, do it, I, like, 
I would love to do it. I think you would too, man. You should come by Jimmo, man, and like. I'm just afraid to get hit in the face. I mean, that's why he wants you to hit him, so he knows what it feels like. Exactly. Well, maybe if that help you get in the cage, we can maybe like set that up one day. Well, get you to the gym. Why can't we do it on camera? Because I don't know. We don't have a cage. You know, knuckles and everything. Insurance-wise, my hands aren't insured yet. That's true. We need those, but. All right. Learning and learning as we go. I just need that clickbait. I need that uh, thumbnail. <laughs> hey, we can set it up one day. Maybe I like, do like a leg kick or something or a body shot. And then, I, I don't want you to kick me in the face. No, okay, I just want you to punch me in the face. Punch you in the face? Oh, gosh. Man, just come on to like a Saturday sparring session or something. Man. So speaking of getting punched in the face, how was it to get punched in the face for the first time? I liked it. That was cool. You liked you it? You liked it? Yeah, it's, it's like a... Okay, you're coming to fight. Was it relaxing? I don't know if it was relaxing. <laughs> I was more like, okay, you hit me. Let's go. You know, like, I just, to me, man, it's... So, like, set a fire. In a sense, yeah, it's like, okay, I, like, okay, now we're fighting. You know, like, I remember, like, my last fight, we were moving a little bit, moving a little bit, then he hit me, and it's like, okay, now we're really fighting. And, and, and for me, it's just, it's cool, because, it, like, the shows, they respect you. Like, they, they want to come, like, come in to fight. Like, yeah. Like, those are the kind of fights I look for, man. Like, I look for any fight where somebody's just coming to fight, and, like, they're passionate about it, and... If you want to punch a person in the face and you know they're gonna punch back, I think that's respectable. You know, it's like it's a it's a it's a man sport. It's a sport where you go in there or women's sport. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, hey, right, watch right. yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's some girls out there who are ready to bang. So ready um, to bang? Yeah. No, okay. I did not mean it like that. Sorry. I meant like, as, hey guys, uh, no, I meant like ready to bang. Ready to fight. His DMs okay. are open. Oh lord. So slide that's in. Not good. That's not good. I did not mean like that. <laughs> sorry, mom. Sorry, everybody. I did not mean to put it out like that. Oh, we God. kid, we know. I, I mean, we respect you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, that's funny. Man. But um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. No, yeah, see, I should be careful with my words. See, you guys are helping me out. No problem, man. So that's what we're here women for. Women out there ready to fight, and they put on some great shows. So, um, Just remember, you signed the form. I did sign the form. <laughs> <laughs> I did sign the form. We have some people like uh, Tapa. She, um, she's fought on Ryzen. Taylor Jenkins, man, she's ready to fight. And we always have other female fighters coming in and out, but they have been like, Are those all teammates of yours? Yeah, they are, man. I have a awesome tribe we don't even call ourselves teammates we call ourselves a tribe but more than that it's a family like like i would literally die for any one of them and i would fight for any one of them you know like just they mean more to me than i can explain like and like even like in a two hour 30 hour session it wouldn't matter man these people in my family they're my extended family even though they're blood they're not they're even though they're not blood they're still related to me man like in so many ways my coach is like a second dad and these these people just they pour into me every day so i'd do anything for them for real Love have you them. ever like trained with like the females? Oh yeah, and they'll hit you too. They probably yeah. kicked your ass. Oh, I mean, hey, Tapa is dirty, man. Tapa will get you. Like she, man, if you're not looking, and I mean, even if you are looking, forget that. Tapa hits you in your face, you'll know. Like she can hit. And then Taylor, man, she is scrappy. She will go the entire round. And it's, it was funny, but they they have such good hearts, man. So, I mean, women can fight, and it's cool to see that that's growing and that the you know female divisions are just. You know, growing, growing, growing. Fighters are just confident. Like women, you know, they're confident to fight, and I like, I respect that. So sometimes it's fun to watch me. Like they will go at it, and you can tell they fight with their hearts. So Dude. mama bear status. Yeah, no, um, wouldn't want to fight a female. Man, I'm telling you, they'll get you, man. They don't don't underestimate anybody. Any any female fighter, they will come out and put somebody to sleep. Oh so, yeah, for sure. I can imagine that. Yeah, man. So scrappy. I heard that word when you were describing your teammate. Mm-hmm. So what is the like? the dirtiest thing that has happened to you in the ring that your opponent did? Or you did to the opponent. <laughs> Shout him out. Call him out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, like, dirty, like, as in wrong? As far as, like, Cheating. you know, like, a knee to the ball while you get, you were down. I've not. Actually, like respect that. all my opponents, but nobody's ever done anything dirty to me. Like I know you respect them. Yeah, and, and none of them actually ever done anything to me that was... Uh, Haven't had a Mike Tyson, someone bite your ear kind no, of thing? I, no, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a little ear. That's coming. I hope not. I got little ears. Yeah. <laughs> 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 My whole year was probably taking off. 
no, man, nobody's ever done anything crazy to me. I mean, there been like some cool things. I got lateral dropped, which wasn't fun. <laughs> so I've been made fun of that. Jeez. Been made fun of about that like every day since it's happened. <laughs> Then. Should we make fun of you now? You probably could. The anniversary was March 17th. The anniversary. <laughs> I never forget that day. <laughs> yeah, that's an anniversary. Charged in, got thrown. But we still won the fight, but still, like, I got thrown. So, oh, my um, God. It's pretty dirty. So what do you do on this anniversary, though? Just laugh at me. Just laugh at you? Yeah. We all like, like to pick on each other. Like laugh? Yeah, pretty much. They just, like. Cry a little bit? Yeah, cry. Yeah. yeah. yeah my it's good to cry. Mom. Dude, I cry mm-hmm. all the time, man. Yeah, me too. Okay. It's good. It's a good way to letting out emotion. Yeah, you know, it's like just release it, then move forward. And then again, punching uh, someone in the face for a living is also another great way to hey, it is. It's get that out. More or less. <laughs> More or <laughs> less. So, Doug, have you ever fought anybody? Verbally? No, like physically. Because I. Oh, that's We play rugby together. Oh, well, that's I was a brutal straight sport. state wrestler. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Say it in the camera. Can't do that. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I guess going back to like this physical stuff, I'm nervous, but like you said, it's like a calming factor thing. It's like, hey, let's just, let's just get it. Let's fight. Were you listening to Elevation music before you fought? I do. I do, man. I always listen to Elevation music. Like one of some of my favorite songs has been Faithful, uh, Call Upon the Woods, my walkout song. And sometimes I actually won't listen to my walkout song until I walk out. Um, what is it? I got, man, Power. Uh, Give Me Faith is probably my favorite one that's like that really challenged my life man and to this day makes me think differently so I love that song man Yahweh yeah I should have that tattooed and uh, man I just where's uh, that tattooed it's on my inner bicep you want to show us let's see hopefully hey you got good lighting so you know I'm dark skinned so we'll see (laughs) Uh, but yeah man I just have that tattooed oh shout out to Elevation Match you're wearing a rhythm night shirt I didn't realize that so there you go cool plug in and my shirt's really cool that's great so Stephen Furtick, hook this guy up. Hey, man, <laughs> it's right there. It's in Hebrew. Yahweh, you know. There you go. That's awesome. The fire level within us, man. I just say, um, you know, God's living in my soul. Like when I go fight, that's when it's with me. So, so speaking of tats, yeah, dude, man. there's this one that I wanna. I want the backstory, man. Okay, cool. Actually, that's probably one of my favorite tattoos, and like probably the most one, the one you can see the most. That's okay. It's a very cold in here. Yeah, I'm always cold, by the way. I'm like wearing hoodies all the time. Dude, I'm always freezing, man. I'm from California, so like, dude, I can't do anything below 68. I get cold. Yeah, I'm I'm about the same. I'm probably 80s, like 80s and up are just perfect for me. Like, I'm wearing a long sleeve all summer. Um, All summer. Yeah, sorry, headphone users. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, good plug. If you're listening to us on Anchor or iTunes or Spotify, Mm -hmm. we also got YouTube. So if you want to see the visual, see Impa show his tattoo. Hit us up with the subscription or subscribe button and uh, go watch him uh, show off his tats. Check it out. Also, too, any uh, local tattoo sponsors, you can slide in my DMs, please. Speaking of tattoos, I got a great guy. If you want. Oh. Yeah, man. Who's the guy? Uh, we haven't talked can't about brand yet. deals, so, you know, I can't do the sponsor yet, but, like you know, I like it, I like Chris, it. you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. For everyone yeah, named no. Chris. Dude, no, I take, uh, I take all my friends there. I, like, got six people tattoos at this one place. Nice, man. I convinced five people to get their first tattoos. That is true. Uh, you got one? Yeah. What'd you get? Well, your mom can't watch this. Oh, <laughs> Atlanta United. I like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Big soccer fan? More or less. I yeah. like that, man. I like that. Yeah, so, so, anything else but, like, UFC, can you – did you want to go back to, like, the football or anything? What was that? Like, I know you play college football, but I was there any of the end goal, like, hey, you, let's go to the NFL? Actually, it was, man. And, like, it just didn't work out the way I kind of wanted it to. I mean, like, man, just – Too short. Like, too That's short, my problem. What small. position do you play? <laughs> well, I play, I guess, all over, but I'm mostly linebacker. Yeah, man, and – uh had a lot of learning there. I started playing football like senior year of high school, and um, dude, I, I can see you being the Luke Keekley. <laughs> hey, that'd been cool. Hey, make some great money too. First so year playing was twelfth grade, huh? First year playing was twelfth grade. Yeah, twelfth grade. I mean, Straight I was, into playing college. Yeah, man, I was on the team my junior year. Had to learn a little bit, and then senior was the first year I really ever played football. Like growing up, man, my family's from Congo in Central Africa, so. Um, Growing up, you really don't play any sports. You know, it's like you focus on the arts, you focus on education. So when I got to high school, like, parents gave me some leeway and said you can do a little bit of um, sports. And got to play football. Grateful that I had that opportunity to play and play in college and all the coaches that I had. But they definitely invested a lot into me, man. So, And I think that's kind of translated to fighting. 
Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so you said your family's from Oregon? The Democratic Republic of the Congo. So that's in Central Africa. It's literally right in the middle. And Have you ever been? Not yet, man. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet, man. I'm the first person in my family born outside of Congo. So oh, wow. I, I wasn't born in Congo, but it was born in me. And um, it means a lot to me. Dude. What if, it, what if you go there for the first time, have a fight? Oh, my goodness, man. I'll cry like every day going to that fight because actually the Rumble of the Jungle was in Congo. So they were really? Muhammad Ali that fight, man. And that's a dream of mine to fight in Kinshasa, which is the capital where my um, mm-hmm. dad's from and mom's from. But it's um, it used to be called Zaire. And, really? You know, yeah, they changed the name to Democratic Republic of the Congo. And um, yeah, man, I would, I would love to fight there. But this time I'd like to help rebuild rebuild Congo, man. There's so much going on there, and that's my ministry. You know, that's what MMA is for me. And I want to be able to, like, help, you know, rebuild roads, rebuild infrastructure. And there's so much darkness going on over there. It's crazy, but I think that's why being a professional athlete is part of my responsibility is to represent those people over there who can't speak for themselves yet. Yeah. So I'm excited to one day go there, man. And UFC, let's just speak it into existence. One day we'll have a main card there, and you know UFC Africa's already taken off. So um, let's bring people out there and let's do something good and let's leave a positive imprint. You know that's the footprint. Joe Rogan, hook it up. Let's this man's it. awesome. <laughs> you should do it. You guys gotta come back with me over there too. We'll let Dude, podcast, over right? to Congo. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, okay. some people, man. Joe Rogan, we'll commentate. There we go. We'll do the fight. That's what I'm talking. Don't about. worry, man. We got this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, speaking of Joe Rogan, UFC. Who's your idol? Who's the guy that you're like, that's the career I want to do. I want to be like that guy. You got to have one. Yeah, man. I mean, I, actually, the funny thing was, <laughs> I used to read about George St. Pierre before I even started fighting. Like, I remember, um, so, you know, Matthew's here because we went to high school over there. The Matthew's Public Library, my dad would just drop us off at the library in the middle of the summer. And I was, like, reading men's health magazines and, like, fitness, anything, fitness journals. And they were doing a special on um, George St. Pierre and – you know, he's a fighter and like his, his workout regimen and that really like intrigued me, you know, and I thought, oh, that's really cool. And I've always loved anything combat, man. If I didn't fight, I think I wanted to go into the Navy and hopefully become a SEAL or Air Force and become like a pararescue man. Those are like a PJ. Yep. So those were some ideas I had in my head. So I always wanted to see like who trains the hardest. And it was always fighters, man. So I just like watch them. But man, yeah, Joyce St. Pierre, uh, actually a guy from California, Uriah Faber. I used to watch him a lot when I was a kid. My parents didn't want me to watch fights or boxing, yeah. so I turned the volume oh, really? all the way down in my room. <laughs> and I'd sneak in, and I'd sneak and watch his fights, and I was him as a California kid. So guys like that, man, they were people that I definitely watched growing up. And then um, Forrest Griffin, like just this early, early fighters. Yeah. And then now, man, like just looking to watch like my teammates, man, um, mm-hmm. just. Anybody that can just watch five minutes, it inspires me differently. That's so. awesome. Mm-hmm. Dude, That's I awesome. was always like watching Silva, mm-hmm. Andrews and Silva. Yeah. He's just the beast. That's cool, man. Didn't Shout he to... get back? Uh-huh. Didn't he come back? Yeah, just recently. Yeah, man, he just yeah. fought a couple fights. So he fought Israel Adesanya and Jared Cannonier. Actually, at the MMA lab, I got to go help him get ready to fight that fight. So that was a huge honor, man. And uh, just to be able to help somebody prepare for that fight. And man, shout out to Jared. He won and dominated that fight. And, you know. So he, you actually went and saw like these big. Big like league kind of UFC fighters and yeah, were in their corner and everything. Yeah, well, I wasn't in their corner. I was just helping. I was helping them uh, prepare, uh, get ready for that fight, man. And that was that was a big honor. But the, the thing was too is like, as I was helping them get ready, I had a fight coming up too. So it was like I was kind of like preparing myself. But I mean, going out to MMA lab, Coach Crouch is an excellent coach, and he's done so much, man. Benson Henderson, I got to work with him, and all those different people, man. Like there's days, but the people coming up there too, like man, Hunter Jury's about to fight on Dana White Contender Series. Uh, JP is about to find the contender series. They've got Tim Q who just like um just fought. They have oh man, there's so many guys out there and so many um uh female fighters like Laura Murphy, uh Courtney Casey, uh Cody, all those people out there, man. Like they're just some amazing people yeah. who pour back into you. Uh Henry Corrales, man, he's a beast, he's fun to watch. Uh I could pretty much name the whole team, man. Uh shout out to Dylan, he just won his pro debut. So like and there's there's become family man extended family Mark like some people have fights coming up Kyle like I that's what's cool about MMA man I could just go on rants because you just meet people who love martial arts and for whatever reason got them into it and they poured into me you know they they challenged me David Mashad like all these, all these people man like James Nakashima man he just dominated his one FC uh, fight recently and 
they're, they're international men, so it's like it's cool to have that connection with the yeah. players, you know. So I, I mean, everybody there is awesome. Coach Crouch is awesome, and I'm grateful to have got beaten up by them <laughs> and, and, and learned from them at the same time. So, so uh, just a shout out and say like your next fights and stuff. What you got going on? So right now, um, let the people know. So I'm waiting on a contract, but I'll, I'll speak about it. Speaking to existence, man. Um, LFA card, Atlanta. It'll be July twelfth, and looking to go five and zero, claim victory. Awesome. Where's um, where's that fight gonna be? Gosh, I got, maybe we can look it up. I need to see the the venue, but I know it'll be somewhere in Atlanta. Let me come on my phone out. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Do what you want. You might find it faster. So you're gonna hook us up for these fights? Man, I'd love to. I'm gonna see if I can get some tickets for real, just for having me on. It'd be honored. Dude, we'll see, we'll see. we'd be honored. Atlanta. Dude, we'd love to have you on after your fifth win. Man, I, I'd be honored. I'll be here. Um, let's see. Hey, if y'all can come, maybe we could do it's gonna be a seventh win, okay? Oh, seventh consecutive. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, we don't count those. Yeah, two. man, I remember things. <laughs> Dude, just like how you're the in the U.S., you're one o two. At eight oh eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, two hundred million people in the U.S. and you're one o two. Okay, well there's eight hundred and eight <laughs> people fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take but that. But yeah, man, if you want to make it that good, yeah. I'll take that. You know, one o two out of hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Do you one. ever check out your own facts? Not really, your man. I just want to make sure they update it properly. That's about it. Then I get off. You know. So let's see. I don't know how to find them. Let oh, so you actually update them? They they updated whoever is running oh, technology. Really? Thank whoever. you. Thank you. Behind the that keyboard, I, I appreciate you. And you're twentieth out of one eighty five in the United States Southern East okay. Conference. SEC. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Take it, man. Not a lot of people could say that. Shit. Are y'all uh, football fans? College football fans? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No, man. I can be if you wanted to say something. <laughs> no, I was wondering because at SEC, I started thinking about it. I just made it awkward, didn't I? I'm sorry, guys. Dude, it's all oh, good. No, it's it's never all, awkward. Forgive me. It's a good part of uh, filming and recording. You could always edit. It's not live. Ooh, I like right? that. Right? But I'm going to keep this But in we'll there. be live on July <laughs> But I'm going to keep this in there. <laughs> right? All right. LFA. I wonder where it's going to be. That doesn't matter. Oh. That's not popping up, man. You probably can find it better than I would. Do you really add the TH? Right there? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. All right, let's see. Upcoming. I don't even announce it yet, I guess. Oh, uh, hey, I don't think this is a real fight. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, help. Right? Hey, whoever, uh, Oregon. Shred dogs, sure dogs, sure dogs, Sherlock, sure dogs, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes. Hello, Sherlock Holmes, you there? Is his name really the Korean zombie? Yeah, he's fighting on the June twenty second card. Shout out to Brian Barbarina, he's uh, my teammate manager. He'd be fighting on that card. Uh, Wait, Green. this is your teammate? No, 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 no. That guy's the main event of that card. So uh, I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, man, we have a few people coming up, man. And uh, so, what um, what can you tell us about Jimmo? What's special about that? Well, it starts with the head coach, Coach Jeff Jimbo. Okay, cool. I got it. I found the location for that one fight. But So where's the fight, though, before we get into this question? Yeah. So my fight will be in Atlanta, Georgia. For everybody wanting to go. Okay. Hit him with that Coca-Cola facts. Roxy. You know what that is? Oh, you got really loud on that one. You got really close with <laughs> that. Really? Uh, hello. Say like Coca-Cola again. Coca-Cola. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. I got all excited. Hey, Coke. Hook this guy up. <laughs> I, I will take some coke, man. Oh my gosh. Uh, Coca Cola. Hey, Coca Cola. Not you. Know, <laughs> my bad. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> gosh, I gotta watch my words. See, look. This is how y'all. Like, this is how the media messes people up. Because exactly. Like yeah, person. you're about to be famous. God. Hey, again. You watch out. You signed the forms. I did. Sign this the is all us. Oh, <laughs> I see how it is. Look, I'm learning as I go. Man. All right. So it's Coca Cola Roxy. Do you know what that is? It's like I guess it's at a stadium. Yeah. yeah. You're from Atlanta. What is that? It's in Atlanta. Okay, cool. Is if you say so. I've never heard of it. But oh, gosh. Well, it's in Atlanta. I'll be there. It might be in the Coke Center. Oh, would that be cool? Is the Coke Center nice? Cool. The Coke Center is nice. Okay. Coca-Cola, Roxy, Atlanta. Here we go. Let's get some pictures. Mm. Oh, jeez. Is it nice? Is it nice? Is it nice? All right. Ooh. Oh, wow. You can fit. Those are all of your fans. Hey, Thousands. Can, can we... Uh, Get hooked up right over here, like in the middle. Hey, I will look for some tickets, man. That is awesome. Can we be in your corner? And everybody listening again, YouTube, go subscribe. Subscribe.
Watch. Hit the bell too. Just so look get at Impa. You gotta go look at Impa. He's a beast and a teddy bear. But anyway, so you're gonna be right here. You're gonna be fighting there, and we're gonna be right over here. <laughs> Is that next to the cage? I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. That'd be awesome. I guess. I mean, I guess I'm gonna have the event, the fights there. So be really nice. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, that is cool. That'd be probably the, the cage. Probably go right there, and have like seating all around. So that'd probably. Be all right, I want. I want tickets for uh, right up here. That's nice, okay. I like those aerial bleachers. Right. Nice. What are those glass? Oh, they have chandeliers. Look at that. Bougie. Oh, gee. Oh, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Are you bougie? Um, probably. Maybe. Wait. <laughs> you're bougie. Am I bougie? We went to Providence. I guess we are kind of bougie. Yeah. Sadly. So Providence is known as like the rich. Like private high school. Uh, I live in the apartments across the street. But it's a public school. But it's it's known as a rich private school, but it's a public yeah. school. Oh wait, you live in the apartments right across the street? I did. Not so well, my brother Providence went to High Kale. School, Boom. Charlotte, North Carolina. Go there. Go to the apartments across the street. You can be an info. Oh, I used to live there. <laughs> I won't tell you where I live now, but I used to live there though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no. So you got that fight going on. Mm-hmm. What's up? How far out do you actually plan for these things? Well, man, I don't believe in the term camp for fights. Like, this is my life. This is what I do. So I train every day, seven days a week. Um, so do these fights come to you, or do you have to go, like, out? And sometimes look you look for them, and now we're at the point where we can select fights. And honestly, thank you, the question you asked me before, like, about Jimbo, man. Without my head coach and my whole tribe, all my training partners, like Chase, Brian, Ricky, Dylan, trucking everybody there like I wouldn't even be in this position man like I came there not knowing a thing you know Nick who courted me my first amateur fight when I really didn't know anything he said just go fight and you know Tommy we'd still have a have you on the podcast just for you you're just a good guy man and I appreciate you guys and like you guys having me here things like like getting to this point man like it's a huge honor but it, like I said it starts with my coach man like he it's passionate about what he does. He's taught literally everything: boxing, kickboxing, jujitsu, wrestling, Muay Thai. Like I had no clue what I was doing, and I think the biggest thing is just serving. Like we, our gym is about loving each other, and being there for one another, being consistent, coming in the gym and training. Like Chase is one of my main training partners, man, and he does it all. Like he, he kickboxes, boxes, and he's taught me a lot. And I yeah. have to definitely give him a special shout out because um, him and Ricky were the first people I met when I walked into the gym, and like they just always poured into me. But man, like. Chase me my fights, wraps my hands, man. And, like, you see how we all serve each other in different ways and we corner each other. And my head coach, Jeff Jimba, man, he just – he made it a tribe. He made it a way that we're all going to build one another up properly and show respect and love. And, like, the fighting part will come. And I'm I'm blessed to be here, be a part of it and represent. And I want to just, you know, do it to the best of my ability. And we always want to be the best version of ourselves so we can be the best version to everybody else that we meet and for everybody yeah. else. And Got to. That's what man. I love about it, man. Got to. So. So, what kind of fighter are you, though? You striker, obviously. Got to be. I love to strike, man. I'm a fighter. I like any, any versatile. Yeah. Like, what's your go-to? Like, I'm gonna like. Okay, let's ask this. Submissions. Okay. You like them? I do. I got you one last fight by submission. Really? That one by rear naked choke in the first round. That was really. So cool. that's your go-to. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a go-to man. Like whatever avails itself, man. Whatever sets it up. Has yeah. anybody lost? To a banana split. Yeah, actually. Uh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. That was crazy. Uh, two fights ago. What was it? Yeah, two fights ago. I was in Florida on Island Fights. Kid that Chase Hopper. Cool kid. Same locker room. He's like, they call him like a teenage phenom. Yeah. Um, he's fighting against it on like a Titan card. But he. Oh, that was the one that was on TV, right? Were they showing it? Were they showing it? Probably yeah, when you were on. Yeah, yeah, that Chase Hopper. Yeah, I was watching here. I had, a, I had a fight party for you, man. I appreciate you. Dude. You did watch. I was plugged. I always have people thank over. I always you. watch you. Thank Dude. you, bro. I really appreciate it. Trying to make you big. I thank you so Trying much. To make you I really big. appreciate the support, man. I hope we can help out the Relatable Shit Podcast. Hey, exactly. Right. Hit that subscribe button, go follow, and uh, listen on iTunes and Spotify. Right? Hit that notification bell. Thank and you, Impa. Got you guys. Um, always plug. Always plug. <laughs> yeah, man. He won his fight by a banana split, and that was crazy. That guy was like. That guy was like little skinny, preppy white boy. And he got him. So With the him. banana split. Yeah, for people who don't know what a banana split is, it's basic. Yeah, you explain it. You're the guy. I mean, then again, I'm the wrestler. Why don't you explain it? I think I'll say, like, possibly incorrectly. All right. It's the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to you. I'm going to get very, very deep. Yeah, go for it. 
Deep. 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 Oh. Party foul. Party foul. Party foul. It's my mom. Hey, mom. I'll call you later. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you got someone. You got them on their back. You have one of their legs in your arms. You got another one locked in with your legs. And then just lean back and just spread them groins. That's just. not comfortable. It's happened to me in practice. Uh, it's not fun. More than once. I've heard it's the most embarrassing thing that can happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, too. Yeah. Shout out to my teammate Dylan Callum, and he's recovering um, after he hurt. Recovering from that? Recovering from it? No, 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 no. From ACL. He had an ACL tear, but, man, he's coming back, and he's looking good. So I'm proud of you, man, and uh, just keep fighting because he's going to be back soon, and I'm excited for him to get in the UFC, too, man. He's a beast, and he's poured a lot into me, but he's been in a split of me more than once. Really? More, yeah. I'm not going to tell you how many times I've kind of lost How many times? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a number. Let's make an anniversary about it. No, no anniversary. Can you count it on one hand? I'd like to think so. How about toes? <laughs> you toes and hands? Oh, no, I hope not. But, man. So, just, yeah. Get a little hot now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Woo. Banana splits. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, what's your go-to submission? Go-to submission, man. Um, I'm working on that right now. Can you show us on Doug? Going on. <laughs> Jake wants to be punched. Jake wants to be punched. You want to be submitted? No, I never said that. <laughs> you already get submitted. But... <laughs> That's on a different oh. podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't we got the I'm orange. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it. Got to keep it, PG. There we go. But, I mean, we don't got to keep it, but we'll keep it because of respect. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. We're not we're not up there yet. We're climbing. We got to keep ourselves clean. Okay. It only goes up from here. I like that. That's what she said. But anyway, anyway, back to it. So, anything else you want to shout out? And my family. Without you guys, I wouldn't be here. Everybody at Jimmy Tribe, Larry Athletic Club, uh, Jonathan Logan, he's my mentor, and owns the Larry Athletic Club, man, and allowed me the opportunity to work and train and travel. I mean, I couldn't thank you enough. Man, um, Elevation Church, man, I go there every Sunday, and that's helped me out a lot. Where you going tomorrow? To you go tomorrow, exactly. Shout out to my little buddy Houston. He's um, a special kid, man, and he's taught me a lot about fighting, and he's only 11, so it's pretty cool you know like he showed me the love for fighting again and that's my dude so actually my last fight you can see the headband we both we always wear the same head uh bandanas man and he and his family have always just believed in me so um is that the headband uh, that's not the one actually if you go up to actually down to the right he knows the exact one right uh, there there you go that headband he got it in thailand he went to go train in thailand for a spring break and work on his muay thai and that's dope he's an awesome wrestler awesome kid and his family's awesome and I just want to thank the Rudisols, man. You guys poured into me more than, you know, I could have, more than I could imagine. So thank you. Yeah, yeah man. And thank you guys. Uh, Relatable Shit Podcast. You guys have definitely um, made us a great experience, and I'm honored to be here. Well, great. Yeah, we thank you. Thank you. Dude, we love having you on. Love having, Again, love honored, first man. ever podcast. And I hope I hope it hits, man. I, um, Next UFC champion. I see that in Jesus' name, and I take that for sure. Um Looking forward to that day, and hopefully you guys be at that fight too, Dude. right? Oh, I'll be on the cage. I'll be on the cage screaming like a little girl. Be like, Impa! <laughs> <laughs> That's my friend. Man, for I sure. went to high school. Yeah, for sure. I but mean, yeah. I'm honored, guys. Like, it means a lot. Like, to do what I love and to get to points like this, man, without – I wouldn't be here by myself, you know, so I can't even act like I'm self-made. I don't even believe in that. Like, no. You know, without my family, God, my teammates, my coach, Jeff Jimmo. I wouldn't even know how to do anything. Like, I mean, it's changed my life in and out. Jonathan Logan, you guys are just – everybody at the Ray Athletic Club, that's my family. Like, you guys mean a lot to me. So, I mean, you guys too, you're helping me here. Like, this is going to keep going. And like you said, it's only up from here. So, Dude, and then we got that uh, in the works, that documentary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. man. Like, I appreciate you. Yeah, like, that's exciting. Can I talk about it? We can talk about that? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Cool. Talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm excited to work on these different ideas with these guys right here, man. Like, like, yeah, so we're trying to do a little docu-series, or not series, but documentary of Impo's up-and-coming uh, path to the UFC. We're trying to, uh, you know, be the first ones on the spot while he's uh, up-and-coming. Appreciate you guys. Thank yeah. you. So that means a lot. Just look out for that. 
go to uh, Relatable Productions if you want to follow that. And Relatable Productions. Probably going to be a little while until you see that, but you know, follow it anyway. Just look it up every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll announce it soon. If yeah. you subscribe to us now, you'll know when it hits. Definitely. And hit that notification button. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Boom. thank you, Impa. Thank you, guys, man. I appreciate Dude. you. Appreciate thank you. you so much. It's, it's great cool. meeting you. Guys, too, it, guys, it's been real. Again, if you want to follow Impa, you got to go to Impa K5 on Instagram. King Imp on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I on Facebook. And actually, can I give a shout out to my gym? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, shout out to the Gymo Tribe. Dude, this is you. Oh, well, I appreciate it. G-Y-M-O Tribe. And uh, give us a follow. You'll see everybody's fights coming up. And hopefully you guys can get in there and get some roles in. And if you're interested in jiu-jitsu, man, like, anybody can start. So. Yeah, can't Dude. wait to get submitted. <laughs> or submit other people too, right? He's <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm telling you, man, you, stay, you stay consistent, you keep coming back, man. You, it's a great escape, and it's nothing like it. So, dude, I miss back. it every day. Well, come on by. I will, man. You'll see me soon. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, thanks for that. Uh, watching, staying tuned, and uh, again, Impa, first ever guest, amazing person, great friend. Thank you. But a teddy bear at heart. And again, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want. We're going to be there. See you next time. Peace.